Hey guys, what's up? Uh, it's your boy Rock. And I uh, wanted to ask you guys a quick favor. Um, if you guys been enjoying this podcast, or if this is your first time, uh, check this out. Can you give us a five-star rating? <laughs> it's going to be a really cool time, a really fun time. Um, we are really bringing the best content for you. Uh, well, we as me and uh, whoever comes on here. And uh, yeah, if you can give it some good love as well as... Um, a good review that'd be great just to help get the word out uh and get other people a chance to uh, come and check it out so yeah uh just asking for you guys uh support and i uh, thank you guys for those that have supported so much uh, it means a lot so uh let's get to the next episode episode eight with black bear all right yeah Yes, guys, welcome back to another Rock With You podcast. I got the greatest, the greatest black bear you will ever see in your, in your life. <laughs> uh, Mikey Uwandi, uh, black bear Uwandi, as you may know, I'm on IG or, or the socials. Um, welcome to the podcast, bro. What's good? What's good, man? Um, every time. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, doing really good very interesting times right now but uh doing very good um just real quick guys i just want to let you guys know how i know black bear uh black bear uh is a friend of me and brandon um actually we all went to junior high together i think i met you you were in seventh grade when i met you yeah seventh grade and i feel like this was like the pinnacle of my like I want to say childhood, like when, first of all, like meeting Brandon was dope, but then Mike, when we met Mike, me and Brandon met Mike and you can, you guys, Brandon's on episode, shoot, I think five, go re-listen to that. But when we met Mike, Mike brought like a whole different aspect. He brought a lot of the uh, anime and, and, you know, Japanese JRPGs, all that to like our forefront, like even to the max. Um, Mike introduced me to uh, Evangelion, and that turned everything around. That <laughs> fool rocked my life down, bro. Watching that, oh my gosh. Like, but uh, yeah, so like Mike has had a huge influence on me as an artist, on the direction, even today, to what I do and the art and the things that I enjoy. He actually brought a lot of that into i don't think he even knew this but he brought a lot of that energy into into the group um and uh yeah so we went to junior high together uh did a you know we were all working on our own projects and comics and things like that we show each other each other's work and stuff like that but it was just a really dope time i moved to a different area so you know he was in high school i wasn't really i like probably didn't even see mike in high school caught it caught back up in in college times here and there with brandon and then um you know well i mean it's like i want to say like 10 years or whatever just like um you know hanging out with mike uh you know we're both very busy so we try to like get together here and there and stuff like that but uh it's just really cool to see how far he's come as an artist and i want to talk a lot about that in this uh, podcast and hopefully he could give us some insight on just some goodness, some greatness that uh, he's done 
and um, we have some fun here. So I'm, a, I'm about, about to give you the floor. Uh, Mike, Black Bear, whatever, whatever <laughs> you want us to call you. Because <laughs> I, I always call him Mike, but, you know, I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> Um, tell us like, uh, like who you are or, or, you know, who, who are you? <laughs> oh man, that's complicated. Um, well, that's number one. I'm complicated. Um, nah, um, I'm a concept <laughs> artist. Uh, I do a little bit of everything in the field, but mainly as of late, I've been doing a lot more like character design, costume, uh, things like that. Uh, currently I work in film and games. Yeah. Um, prior to that. I was doing like, you know, mobile games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to that, I was doing games that weren't being made. <laughs> um, I've been in the industry for about four years now, <clears throat> four years now. And yes. um, it's been an exciting ride, I must say. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally tested my mental fortitude on all ends, no doubt. Um <laughs> <laughs> man um but <laughs> yeah we've heard some of the stories man oh Bro, gosh. it's been crazy yeah <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah. I went to, uh art center college of design prior to come that on. Uh, come on studied at academy of art for like a few semesters yeah um, and prior to that i was doing kinesiology uh or at least studying it and yeah, that's kind of that journey, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just talking to Mike. Oh, shoot. Okay, I had two ideas because I just looked All at right. my sheet and I was like, I don't want to skip that. Um, one, okay, okay, let me, let, let's do this. Let me run it back. Let me run it back. Childhood, let's go into this because I don't know if I've ever really asked you this. I mean, we. I was around <laughs> you during junior high, but like, how was childhood? How was growing up? Like, how was like i don't know the first game you saw or whatever was like yo like i want to do this or like how was childhood how was growing up you know Dude, all right so i think it's really interesting when i look at it because i don't know how the hell all that stuff came together <laughs> but um so uh i grew up like in uh south central la yeah um, 88th and Budlong, which is yeah. not, like, especially at the time, was not a good neighborhood, like, whatsoever, <laughs> like, at all, like, at all, and, um, <laughs> and, but it's funny, though, because I never realized that it was bad until I moved away, and right, right. And I'm like, like, I remember, like, I would always bring the homies over, and they'd be like, oh, man, like, let's, let me come over to your place, and I'm like, okay, and then they would always be like, man, your neighborhood is bad, and I'm like, for real? No, it's not that bad. I don't think it's that bad. And I would always have people say that yeah. until um, I moved away for like a good year. Right. I was like dating someone out of uh, out of town. And then I came back and I was like, oh, this is bad. Like, this is rough. <laughs> <laughs> In high school, I had a homeboy. He was from New York. Yeah. And he was like, oh, man, yeah. You know, everybody talked about L.A., like we was going to Culver, we went to Culver City in my twelfth grade year, right? right? So it was like not hood at all. But like prior to that, I went to like a few other schools, and um, he was like, "LA ain't that bad." I thought it would have been like dudes crip walking down the street, walking around in khakis and hoo And I was like, "Well, I was like, you should see my neighborhood. It's a little bit different from this." And even then, once again, I didn't think it was that bad. But I was like, you know, you're comparing it to Culver City, like right? There's there's levels, you know what I'm saying? And so right. he was like, 
He was like, all right. He was like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to be wearing, like, all blue. I bet you ain't nobody going to say anything. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, for sure, we just going to chill and play some video games. No big deal. So he comes through. His dad was, like, a limo driver, right? Yeah, and okay. he said, like, immediately, he was like, his dad was like, are you sure this is where your friend lives? Right? <laughs> he hops out the car, and he's, like, super shook already. And I was like, yo, let's go to the liquor store. He was like, all right. And he decides to do the no-no by staying outside of the liquor store while I go and, like, shop. Bruh, I swear to you, like, I turn around and all I hear is glass breaking and him (laughs) covering his head running inside the store. And I was like, what happened? And he was like, man, like, some gang just threw up some signs and they threw a glass bottle at me while two people was on the back of the car. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, oh, now, yeah, I grew up in this bad spot, but... Even to me, I was like, oh, that's a little bit worse than normal, but whatever. So right. we're <laughs> like, back outside, and the dudes hit the hit the corner, come around and bang on him again. And I'm like thinking in my head, like, you know what? Maybe this will teach him a lesson. Right. So like I just kept it to myself. And they like, you know, tried to like scare him up a little bit. And he went back to school. Was like, man, Mike's neighborhood is terrible. Man, I would never go back there, boy. Like they tried to shake him up like bad. In my head, I was like, yeah. But in my head, I was like, that was actually worse than usual. But um, (laughs) I was like, you just came on the wrong day, bro. But um, (laughs) but but, um, it was funny because yeah, both my parents they um they had their own interests. Like you know, my mom was um working at the post office and also going to school, but she always had like a real like love for fashion. And my mm. dad, he was an aerospace engineer and he, That's what your dad did. Yeah. And then he's also like a mechanic on the side. So he would, he was the one who taught me how to draw. Like we just be drawing cars um, and stuff right. like that. And oddly enough, my next door neighbor, because my, both of my parents worked like long hours. Yeah. So I really wouldn't really see my parents unless it was on the weekends. I wouldn't see them. Um, from almost the morning till like Jeez. 10 o'clock PM. Yeah. So my next door neighbors took care of me, but it just so happened that my, uh, caretaker was, and he was watching anime and like had like a stack of comic books, like yeah. all the time. So, um, he's basically like my other dad, you know what I mean? And so basically, um, I was like flooded with all of that. Like he'd be watching like Ninja Scroll, bear in mind, oh, I'm man. like, I'm like not even in my single. I'm like in my single digits at this point. Watching <laughs> Ninja Scroll and um, looking at like a bunch of anime and like looking at like um, like all these like RPG games and I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, cause it was so different. But yeah. the reason why the reason why he was even into that is because he uh, went and he was in the military overseas. Okay, um, dope. And he was like, you know, learning like kung fu and stuff like that. So he also taught me how to fight, which was funny. Oh, um, but he was also putting me up on like all this anime. So I literally grew up like kind of flooded in like yeah. Asian culture. Yeah. Um, so that mixed with my dad showing me how to draw, mixed with my mom being into fashion, it kind of just like hey. came together. You know what I mean? And um, 
And then I hated basketball. I'm like literally like the only dude in the world, only black dude in the world who can't play basketball. That's hilarious. Uh, by choice. <laughs> by choice. <laughs> I don't think so, I've ever seen you touch a basketball, bro. Right, like, bro. You will never see me touch a basketball. <laughs> I literally can play every other sport, but you ask me to touch a basketball, it's never going to happen. I'm good. Like, I refuse. My parents will be like, you have the build. You should touch. You should play basketball. And I'm like, bro, I'd rather be on punishment. Like, literally, <laughs> that's what would happen. <laughs> that's literally what would happen. They would always be like, like, go outside. Stop playing those video games. Play basketball. I'm like, nah. Right. Nah, I'm not going to. Nah, it's a no for me, dog. But if you're playing football, I'll play that. Playing anything else. But just for some reason, I think it's because people tried to tell me yeah. what to do. And I was right. just like, no. That's um, always been with you, though. Like That's literally always. always <laughs> you always like really choose your path, like yeah. really, it's, like it's pretty bad. Like sometimes <laughs> it can almost be like you tell me something for my own good, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I see. Well, like when it's like me and B, like if we tell yeah. you something, yeah. you take it. Like it's like you know, if it's if it's somebody that has the heart for you, like has the, you know, see the best for you, you'll take it. But it's really like, it's really a good thing because I feel, especially like growing up in the um, environment that we are from um, and especially where you're from, like there could be so much influence to be like, what are you doing? No, you need to be doing this. And that's just so cool that you're like, no, I'm going to (laughs) do, I'm going to choose what I'm going to do or who I'm going to become. That's that's, that's strong, you know? It's a real thing, though. I think it was funny. Um, I met up with uh, the homie Corey, who I grew up with for like a long time. Yeah. Uh, and we was laughing like a few months back because I remember we was like, I think he was like seven and I was nine. Yeah. I'll never forget this, but we was riding on the bi- on our bikes. And I remember being like, you know, I want to do something that uh, that we're not expected to do. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, me too. And I was like, you know, like everyone tries to tell us what we should be doing just because we grew up here and grew up right. there. I was like, I don't want to be known for playing sports. I want to be known for being smart. And so right. he was like, yeah, too. And dude, like he's super successful right now. And, you know, I'm doing relatively well. And it's just kind of funny. You're doing super well, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Well, like from, from where like, I'm looking, bro, you up there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Come on now. Always want to be better, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, oh yeah, always, always, always a drive to go up, going up and going up, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, like, uh, that's something that always uh, inspired me by about you was that you had a, I don't know, there's just something like that was very clear to you about the direction. You never, it never felt like you were like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like me, I'm kind of like always like, I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, you're like, it seems like when you make a choice, like this dude makes a choice, he goes like, and it's just, it's just inspiring, you know, to have like, you know, a homie like that, especially like uh, I was talking to Brandon about this, like how, like, how you had the love for anime and love for, you know, uh, you know, uh, games and all that kind of stuff like that. And like, you are not afraid to like express that even in the environment that we were in, like, you're like, no, this is me. This is what I like. And like, (laughs) this is basically like, you're going to be down or you're not. And like, like, I just, that's just so dope to me. Like just how, like, you know, I was always like, 
just like in the back, like this fool does not care. Like he is the hero. <laughs> like he's the main, like, you know, it's just always so cool, you know? So, um, um, it's always inspiring to like hear about that. Um, and then see that like in you, bro. So thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm glad someone appreciates it. Cause like literally <laughs> in my head, I feel like I'd be going crazy. Like, <laughs> I, cause like I'll get into something and then yeah. I obsess. like, I'll obsess over whatever I get into. Yeah. And it could be, it could be good for, you know, whatever I'm trying to learn. Yeah. But then it could be bad because I will like, I like trying to absorb everything about that thing. And right. It could get kind of crazy, but <laughs> you know, it just is what it is. Like yeah. I remember, I remember first noticing it cause I never really noticed it, but I remember like friends would like mention that about me and I'll be like, Oh, Okay, like I, I don't think so. Like I think we all do that. And then right. I remember um there was one year I was like, you know what? I'm gonna run college track. Right. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, I hadn't done anything athletic for like, dude, I can't even tell you how long. Like right. outside of like, you know, boxing or whatever, but like yeah. I hadn't done anything out athletic for like years at that point. And I was like, I'm gonna try college track. And I started like I just learned how to use YouTube. I started looking at like all the Michael Johnson races. I'm like studying his form. I was like, I'm about to gain 30 pounds of muscle. <laughs> like it got insane, bro. And I was like, I, now that I like feel my body and it's all like low key beat up, I'm like, the hell was I doing? Like I didn't. <laughs> why did I obsess over that so hard? Like. <laughs> But it, you know, but it's still like it was a blessing in disguise. But right. it was just crazy to be like, oh, I'm gonna go to the sand dunes every single day. Then I hit the gym every day. I'm gonna do six a day, so two a days, six times a week right. for three months. Like it's insane. It's not healthy, but you know, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. This is the way I like. I, I get obsessive, man. <laughs> Like oh, real. For real. And that, that takes me, I want to talk about like, um, I remember when you started going back to school. Okay. So. Oh, okay. Bruh. <laughs> Cause like, I, I don't remember, I don't know. We were just hanging out. We had a conversation. We were, you know, talking and you're, you, I think you were asking me like about my school, what was going on, whatever. Yeah. But like you, you again, Mike made a choice. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to, I'm going to back, going back to school and like, I'm going to kill it at the thing that I love. I love, you know, creating, illustrating art, characters, you know, all that stuff. And like, um, it's crazy. It's cause it's like, Oh, it's like, all right, cool. Mike. Yeah. Like we're dude, I'm looking forward to seeing what you're doing then. Okay. So he, and to me, like, I don't know. Cause like, okay. My brain right now is like expanding on everything I'm trying to say because you, First of all, the school, I think you were going to, I want to say you were going to school upstate. You were going to, I was, what was the first yeah. one that you were going? Academy of Art in San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. There. So you're, I was just like, oh, he's serious. Like he's like, and I was like, that sounds like money to me. I'm sorry. Like first thing I'm like, whatever he had to do, it sounds like money. He got to, he had to get this bread to go up to do this schooling. Like this Dude. is no joke. You feel me? And I was like, this fool is serious. <laughs> like, you know, and so for him to like make these decisions to do stuff, I don't know how he got the bread. I don't need to know, but. 
<laughs> he got this money. And I know Mike works hard. He has some really jobs to, you know, get his money and everything like that. But he took these steps to do stuff. I'm always encouraged by what he does. And like, so he goes to school and, and so he's away, but we're here, me and Brandon, we get to hear some of these stories and stuff like that. Then you come back down and I think you started going, is that when you started going to art center? I don't know when. Yeah. But, I went to art center like about a year after I came down. Yeah. Uh, that whole story is really funny, but we got to actually pull back a little bit. Because, okay. Pull back. You let us uh, pull back. You, you, you actually are the reason why I got into art school. Um, you and Brandon, actually, it mm. was super crazy. Um, I'll never forget this either because I got super competitive with you because you was like, I remember like uh, we, me and you, when we was like 12, 13, 14, we would always talk about like, yeah, you know, I want to live in Japan. I want to live in Japan. I want to move from the U.S. And I'll never forget, man. Like I stopped for a while. Like I think I stopped drawing for about seven, eight years. And I started doing, uh, you know, I started like focusing more on like, oh, like I like girls and I like all the other stuff and um and because my dad is African so he was like yo you gotta be either a lawyer or a doctor and I was like all right so I'm gonna go into the medical field and then I'll never forget I'm like hyped and I'm like doing my thing and then I remember when you was like yeah I'm about to go to Japan for a little bit and I was like wait what and then I'm like I'm like, what are you going to Japan for? You're like, you want to get into a studio. And I'm like looking at all the drawings you did. And Mm. it hit me like a ton of bricks where I looked and I remember like, it was crazy, dude. Like I had like this literal like fire in my chest where I was like, bruh, hold on. He's about to live out the dream that you and him were talking about when y'all was Mm. younger. And then I was like, and you going to let that happen? And I was just like, I literally like bought a sketchbook like that day, just ruminating, didn't even draw anything in it. And I was just like, he's about to go and live out the dream that he set since childhood. And he was like, what are you about to do? You about to do what your dad told you to do. You about to do what your daddy told you to do. And I like literally was talking to myself. And then I bought the sketchbook and I didn't use it, but I brought it to when I went to um, Australia. Yeah. And then I, um, it got even worse because one of the people I was staying with was like, oh, you got a sketchbook. I used to draw too. In fact, I still draw. And then they showed me their paintings and I'm like, oh, bro, what? <laughs> so then I like start drawing. And I remember like within that week, I filled up like half a sketchbook and that person got so mad at me because they got, they got so mad at me. Because they were like, you literally did not, like, we're driving, you know, they're trying to show me around, like, yeah. Australia, and my head is, like, literally in the sketchbook, even in the car, whether we're, like, chilling in the house, like, it was just, like, sketchbook, sketchbook, and I got addicted, yeah. and I was like, all right, so I remember leaving it up to fate, because I'm, like, a super fate believer in a way, right. um, and I was like, I'm going to apply to another school for uh, Kines, um to get into a different program or yeah. I'm going to, um, and I only had like less than two semesters for that, mm-hmm. or I'm going to start doing art. I'm going to put in for both. Um, Brandon like kind of showed me the way he gave me like some references to some good um, art schools. Yeah. Um, I put in both and I was like, whatever one hits me up first, that's 
what I'm going to uh, do. Damn. And I'm going to just leave the other one behind because there's no such thing as plan B. So <laughs> right. I like, but I knew like whatever one I went into, I was going to have to go hella hard. Um, <laughs> so I got into Academy of Art and I went in for like 3D initially because um, I was thinking like about the future of the industry more yeah, so than definitely, death. But then I was still like drawing and a lot. In fact, I was drawing more than like a lot of the illustrators. Um, <laughs> and so it got to a point where I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do 2D animation then. And then I started doing that. But then I realized I like designing yeah. a lot more than I liked just simply drawing for the sake of drawing. Like right, if it doesn't have right. a story, I probably can't draw, you know, but if I have like a story or something like that, like I'll just go ham. And yeah. so um, I went to the design and I remember taking this class and it was a really competitive class, which I love competition. So uh, the teacher at the end of it, um, I felt like I, I did like pretty decent, like considering what it was. And he was like, you did really good. And I was like, oh, thanks. And he's like, but you should work on design. And I was like, what's design? And he's like, design is, you know, for example, if you have this ceiling thinking about how you would decorate it according to a story. And I was like, okay. And he's like, if you have a character, you know, thinking about what can make a thief look different from the next thief that you've seen mm, on right, something right, else. Right. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And he's like, yeah, he's like, that's the only thing you should really work on. Um, but he's like, you have some solid skills. But he's like, but to be honest with you, you should leave this place. And I was like, leave? What do you mean? This is like literally like the last day when I'm thinking like, oh, I'm going to come back to San Francisco. And he's like, leave this place. He was like, you, he's like, you're not one of these rich kids. He's like, unfortunately, most of the school has like nothing but rich kids who yeah. are just getting a degree for the sake of being uh, having a degree. He was like, you need competition. Right. He was like, That's freaking dope. He was like, you should go to a school called Art Center. And I was yeah. like, wow, Art Center? <laughs> I literally, it was like, it's in Southern California. I was like, I just came from there. <laughs> he was like, That's why I was all like, this one went up and then come back. Yeah. Like, and he was like, yeah, he was like, it's like one of the best schools in the world. Yeah. You should probably go. And I was like, um, all right, I guess. So, uh, I, you know, my parents were like, are you going to go back? And I was like, nope. And they were like, all right, well, we ain't going, you know, we ain't going to help you then. And I was like, all right. So I was like practically being like a, if from the outside, I was being a bum for like seven months. But what I was really doing, I was working on my portfolio. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember. Yeah. School that required a portfolio. And yeah. so. I'll never forget like all the the talk of like, oh, I don't know why you're doing this portfolio. Mm. You, uh, you need to be getting a job so you can uh, pay for your school. Mm. And I don't know what was in my head, but I was just like thinking like, nah, like I'm going to just keep on working on this portfolio and whatever happens, I'm sure it'll work out. Like yeah. the school was like, I think $20,000 a term. Right, um, right, right. $200. $50,000 for the whole, like, you know, for your tenure there. And for some reason, and I had no money. And for some reason, I'm like, nah, like, I'm going to just keep on working on this portfolio. Whatever happens is going to happen. Yeah. And so I remember um, 
going to, you know, I did this portfolio, I did these classes or whatever. And I went to like a portfolio day that Art Center had. I don't even know yeah. if they still do that, but that was like one of the few times they did it. And our, I went to like, they had like all these other schools at this portfolio day. Like right. every school you could think of came to Art Center's campus to like <laughs> review portfolios, right? So in typical me fashion, I was like, all right, I'm going to go to like every school to get my confidence up. I treated yeah. it like I was going to a club, right? Like I was like, I'm going to go and talk to like all the people I'm not attracted to so then I can have some confidence and talk to the ones I'm attracted to, right? You're so hilarious. That is- <laughs> that's literally what I did. That's what I did. So I was like, all right. So I went to every school and they're like, yeah, yeah, good work, good work. Yeah, you could definitely get in. I went to Art Center and it was bad because I was in front of like um, my girlfriend at the time, Loma, and they were like in front of her. They looked at my portfolio and the lady said, ew. And I was like, ew. You about that. Yeah. And she was like, this, this is rough. This is, oh no. She was like, you know, maybe next year, maybe next year. But she was like, you definitely can't get in this year. And I wasn't even embarrassed as much as I got mad. <laughs> and I was like, next year, nah, this year. And like, <laughs> I had like, a, I think I had a week, a week or two weeks yeah. to to submit a portfolio and I and I remember like being in the car just mad and I was talking all this mess like man I can't believe she said ew she said ew she was talking about how bad my stuff was and Boma gave me probably the wisest words I've ever heard like just especially at the time but period where she was like you know when I kept on saying I was like I could do better than this like she doesn't know how good I can be and she was like you know you're doing all this talking about what you know you can do. And they're like, but if someone doesn't know you, they don't know what you can do until you show them. And I remember I just shut it up and I was like, all right, bet. And then I got in the house yeah. and for like that week I did like more than a hundred drawings for sure. But I remember it was like 30 brand new pages of work and like paintings, drawings or whatever. Yeah. And I submitted it. And that same lady, I submitted it to the lady who said, ew, and then she calls me and she's like, is this the same person? And I was like, and she, I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, you're that person who submitted that really bad portfolio not that long ago. And she was like, this is good. This is actually really good. Right. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And she was like, um, she was like, you know, I think we can get you in this term. Um, would you be able to start a term before? And I was like, I don't have any money. <laughs> I don't have any money for that. And she was like, actually, let me call you right back. Well, I think I um, she was like, I think I could do something. And I was like, all right. And she was like, okay, we can give you a $10,000 scholarship. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's really cool. I was like, but I can't afford that either. And she was like, all right, give me a second. Okay. <laughs> call me back. And then she's like, we can give you a free ride. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and like, so I like, I go and I'm like chilling. I'm like walking into my kitchen and my mom is like, yeah, so you need to get a job. Blah, blah, blah. And I show her the letter or I tell yeah. her what like, the news and I show her the letter. And then she like looked and she saw basically like free ride. And she was like, 
oh, I'm down for this. <laughs> you're like, you got my support. And so hilarious. it was hilarious because like, I remember just like not having anything. Like I didn't have any money still. Like I didn't, I barely had money to uh, get to school. Yeah. I didn't have money to be in school and you had to keep a certain GPA um, mm-hmm. in the school. So I always seen it in a way of like, all right, like, you know, I don't have a way out. Like I right. committed a lot. I lost a lot. Um, and at that time it was like, you either go all the way or you just don't go at all. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I'll be starving, literally starving in school. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I just, in my, in the back of my head, I just think about like all the people who was like supporting me, like verbally right. um, and just being like, dude, you can't take no L's when all these people are like hoping that you succeed. Right. Um, because at the, you know, the, at the end of the day, like a lot of the people who were supporting me also had dreams. Right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. It was like, really bad to me my my angle wasn't more so thinking about myself as much as it was like mm, thinking about what true. other people would like how they could lose motivation if they see me fail that's, that's so huge, bro it was a real 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 inspiration um but also I think my the top it off i had a nice chip on my shoulder because the person who was closest to me died right oh, so okay I, I, I remember this did, the last thing he said to me was, yeah, man, I really wish you get back into drawing. Right. He was actually pretty good. He was like, then we could do a game studio. And I was mm-hmm. like, so that on top of that was like, I literally can't fail. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it was like a blessing to like have all those people like have my back. Right. Right. You know? Sometimes I would, you know, like I said, I would like be super broke and I would have like, Friends like, um, you know, like this girl, Estella, who I went to school with, she she knew I was always starving. And <laughs> she would like low-key, like just come through and be like, hey, I brought some food for you. You know, it's like, dope. so cool. Uh, you know, like it might be like, you know, some leftovers, whatever, but it's something. Yeah. And I'll scarf that thing down. Like, yes, please. Like, you know, Bloma had my back. Like, my friend Drew had my back. Like, I had a lot of people having my back. Right, and, right. And in a different way. So it was like, all I had to do was just, like, go hard in school right. um, and be objective. Uh, because I think, like, something I've noticed in a lot of um, different fields, but especially art, is sometimes, this might be a little controversial, but... Um, <laughs> it wouldn't be me if it wasn't but like um, sometimes like I feel like people will fanboy over certain people Mm. and not realize why they're fanboying right like for example like um, I could look at like say Yoshitaka Nama is my favorite artist right right? but and I fanboy over that artist however I'm not going to fanboy over him based on his anatomy skills, right? Like, right, of course, right. Like, there's a feeling, there's a mood that he kicks with his work. Exactly. And so I remember like noticing that that was like really important and how some people, they couldn't separate mm. the like fanboyism from like actually analyzing 
these artists that they admire. Yeah. And sometimes it'll, it'll even be an artist who people are like, oh, that person's not that great. But there's something that you can find in everyone's work. Right. Whether right. it's energy, whether it's ideas, whether it's, you know, painting ability, draftsmanship, the list goes on. So yeah. I was like, the, the thought process of like not downing someone too fast and just mm-hmm. being like, nah, like this dude does this thing better than me. Because there's always going to be someone right. who does something better than you, whether you think that they're a beginner or they're a veteran. Right. Like, but don't close off those doors to being like, I'm going to just shut this person off because they don't have popularity. I'm going to just shut this person off because they can't paint. It's cool, like, you, know, you got to actually like really look at these things and be open and just absorb it all because ultimately what you're open to comes into you, right? And it starts right, to show right, right. So if you're just closing people off based on, you know, whatever, yeah. um, they not, you're not learning. So I think that was like something really helpful for me because, mm-hmm. you know, I initially was going in there to do like realistic concept art, you know, and then <laughs> I was like looking at like a lot of the people I went to school with were like doing like animation style or like mm-hmm. realism or, you know, doing different stuff. And I was like, dude, like I can take something from all of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, that was like pretty much my like, education and it was just funny i ended up leaving like my sixth term uh due to some complications but i was work i got a job my first job uh, at that time and it didn't pay me jack (laughs) like (laughs) it was i was getting paid very little money but i remember just knowing that it was a learning experience right 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 of course of course um not trying to get too ahead of myself too fast you know like for example there'll be students who would like literally just come out of school and they'd be like i want 50 an hour and it's like <laughs> okay like that's fine it's not like that's a crazy rate but it's like do are you 50 are you worth 50 an hour at the time right. can, you execute can you 50 execute hour? <laughs> 50 hours can you execute like like somebody like that you know yeah Cause then it's like, there's someone else who, yeah, they may charge double that, but they can do it in half the time. So, <laughs> so then it's like, well, what's your worth? You know what I mean? So like in the beginning, my first year, I remember trying to take on a lot of jobs yeah, and um, trying to like, really like learn all these different styles. Some of it was anime. Some of it was like things that were catered to like Chinese market. Other mm-hmm. things were catered towards American market. Um, some of it was like realism and I was doing like all these jobs usually at the same time, but yeah. it was giving me something that was aiding me um, in another department. You right. know, so I was taking like, all right, yeah, this, this job might only be paying me this much, but I'm going to be learning faster for one, but two, like life is like an RPG, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. of course, yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know, trying to get to that first boss like sometime yeah you can just go through the cave and you can like fight that boss but you might get your ass whooped yeah <laughs> but definitely. you can like sit in there and fight all these rats right you start <laughs> off the level one and you're just fighting rats 
but you get to like level 15, then you go to that boss and it's like easy. It is like and a wipe, bro. It's like... Right. You're like literally like just wiping them. Just <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I was seeing it. It was just like, all right, like, I'm gonna take these jobs. It's yeah. not about ego, it's not about pride, but it's like it's about learning because it's better to look bad at these smaller jobs than it is to look bad at these bigger jobs. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> So, because those smaller jobs, they might not even be, that company might not be around next year, but for those real. bigger jobs, they're going to be around for a cool minute. Right. They'll remember you. People and everything <laughs> and how you worked and all that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Dang. Dang. Man, you dropped it. Like, I had this list of things to <laughs> talk about. You like, <laughs> went through all this stuff. I'm like, God, leave right there. Like a rant. <laughs> No, it was. I was like, "Yo, he doing the show. He doing this. He doing show, so he doing it. Like, I'm cool, bro. Let me sit back. Let me learn. I'm writing my notes down." No, no. <laughs> but uh, shoot, what was I, I was gonna um, dang, what I was gonna talk. I had networking. Like, I had a whole bunch of stuff about you. What discipline? Uh, you you pretty much really went through a lot of things. That stuff that I see out of you that I wanted to hear from you, but you like kind of just sh- shot it all up. Um, I want to, Oh, Oh, okay. I have some like quirky questions, but I wanted to, you were talking about um, working for people and stuff like that. Like, uh, have you had, and I already know the answer. <laughs> have you had experiences? <laughs> and of course, you know, we're all, uh, what is the word? Um, you know, be as safe as you want. On, of course in the world, you know, on this podcast, have you had experiences with uh, either companies or clients that uh, didn't go well or, you know, and like, how did you maneuver through them? You know what I'm saying? Oh man. Um, (laughs) Yes, I definitely did. Uh, In the beginning more so. Um, Yeah. So I would definitely say like one company, um, it was my second job actually. Mm-hmm. And I remember this company, <laughs> um, <laughs> this company, they, they showed me, they hit me up and they asked, they showed me a style guy. Right. Yeah. And this is, I'm so glad this happened though, uh, for so many reasons, but they showed me a style guy and they're like, this is the style we're looking for. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, I can do that. And they're like, can you right. do that? I'm like, oh, I'm positive. I can do that for sure. And so I'm studying the style. I'm submitting work. And they're like, no, 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 that's not it. And I'm like, putting up my work next to their work. And I'm like, this is literally what you asked me for. I'm like, okay, cool. They're like, yeah, this isn't the style. This isn't the style. So I'm submitting work, submitting work time and time again. And they're like, no, no, this isn't it. So one day, one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to do some work for it, basically for free um, on a, on a weekend. Right. And I'm going to just submit to them something that I think would be a good idea. Right. Yeah. So I submitted something in a totally different style um, than what they were showing me and was like, hey, like, I think that this is a cool idea. And the person who was like my um, art director or something like that was like, oh, wow, this is exactly what we're looking for. And I was like, huh? And they're like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. They're like, yeah, you kind of hit the style of some of the other artists. And I'm like, wait, so why didn't you show me 
the style of the other artists that are working on it currently. Like, why did you show me something that's not even close? Right. right? The thing with that, though, was I wasn't sure what part of that style they liked. Like, yeah. what part? Like, what part of it is close? Because they didn't show me any other other work until they let me go, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, they let me go, and they're like, oh, this is what we were looking for, and I'm like, dude. It would have helped if you would have showed me that. Right. Like, why you got me? Right? But I'm like over here, like drawing in circles, not knowing what they're like, what they're looking for. Yeah. So that situation created a lot of things for me because, as you know, like I literally look for fire to get hyped up about. Right. And, uh, that was one of those things where, for one, I was mad at myself more so. Um, but two, it taught me for one to ask all the questions, uh, regardless of how quote unquote stupid it looked. Yeah. It really, it really brought me back to school. Cause that was something I would do with school is that I would try and fail as soon as possible. Right. And, okay. Yeah. Um, I would try like, literally that was like, my mindset is like mess up as soon as possible, like push the limit, you know, like if they say, uh, do like a perspective drawing and just draw it. But if you want, you can do marker. I'll do the marker and the drawing <laughs> just so they can not only correct me on my drawing, but correct me on my values. Yeah, right. Correct yeah, me yeah. On my values. And so with that job, I felt like I played it too safe in the beginning. Mm. Um, so I didn't, I didn't step as fast as I should have. Um, so I don't blame them as much as I blame myself for not, um, asking the right questions right, and right, pushing right. it as far as I could. Cause I did exactly what they said, but something I learned later on is a lot of times, um, your art directors aren't artists. Mm-hmm. Um, so their verbiage may not be the easiest thing to dissect as an artist. Right. right? Okay. Um, so sometimes it's best to either ask the questions or to get like kind of shotgun some ideas early so you can nail it later. Um, and that was something that I learned from that situation. And so it was funny because, you know, I was like low key, high key, mad and depressed for like a day. Um, and I was like, man, that sucked. I really didn't like that. And then um, I got another job offer like the next week. And then it was like basically to uh, work on like a quick short, like a movie short or whatever, animation. And they were like, yeah, we need all these things done in like two days. And I remember being, or like a, a day it was. And I remember like having that chip on my shoulder where like I like trailblazed that project. <laughs> and they like hired me on for like like continuous work for like a long time. And I carried that, that like frustration from that first job onto like every job I had for like the next few years of just being like, I got to show and prove type of thing, you know? Right, um, right, right. And I would still be taking classes on the side while like trying to work. Um, and now I don't know if I can do that at this age, but like uh, at the time, like I was like, you know, always trying to work and take classes and apply what I'm learning in class to my art um, mm-hmm. at, at work. And right. so then I would like try and almost cross train where 
it would be like um like sorry it'll be like um if a teacher is teaching me like you know oh you know make sure that your lines connect mm-hmm. then i'll make sure i apply that to work mm-hmm. on top of doing the homework so then i'm like getting double the experience right right oh, freaking wow. double exp up on there getting all that Uh-oh. ap and all that stuff <laughs> was getting yeah. all the freaking that's dope it's like you're utilizing everything right level up like your schooling yeah. your work the, this the all it that was, it was a real thing and i feel like that comes from having done something else outside of art mm. and learning how to learn Right. Oh man, that's big. That's really huge. And I've been hearing that a lot. Just learning how to learn. Uh, That is so huge. Anybody listening to this podcast, learn and and for yourself too, being self-aware of who you are, how you run and learning how you learn too. (laughs) like learn how you, uh, what works for you. Um, Right. Because sometimes, you know, like a lot of teachers will be like, oh, like, why don't, you know, not, not to necessarily myself, but just like to people in general, like, oh, like, if you don't understand this, then you're dumb or whatever the case right. would be. Like, well, not everyone learns the same way, right? And yeah. if we're judging a fish on how it climbs a tree, then that's <laughs> not really fair, right? Like, that's what monkeys do. It's not what fish do. But if you judge that fish on how it swims, you know, then that's a whole nother situation. So like you have to know how do you learn and then apply it to whatever you're trying to do. Um, Because sometimes there may be some people who are visual learners. There may be Mm -hmm. some people who are like, you know, learners from actually doing it. There's some people who are a little bit more like methodical, analytical, whatever, but you have to be aware of yourself um, and just taking that into, um, into whatever <laughs> just like being aware just being aware of like what you're doing like that's i think that's something that helped me is like i did a lot of other things prior to art so then when it came back time to art i had a little bit more of a clue of like how i learned mm. um, and it helped me a lot uh just being a little bit more free with that um i think another good thing was like having friends who kind of wanted to like push things like i even do that now like you know with you with sometimes you and brandon with my uh, buddy drew um you know with like a lot of people like i'll send stuff to them yeah and then they'll send me stuff and it'll be stuff that no one has to see right but then they'll give me their crit and by critting each other we learn a lot even though it's not our work you're learning a lot from that person. So like, I always have like a tag team partner at right. all times. Um, and I feel like that leveled me up a lot. Like, um, I remember I used to do that with this guy named Mike Garn. He's an artist and his stuff, his work was always so clean, like mm. hella clean. And every time I was, <laughs> every time I would submit work, he would look at it and he'd be like, you thought you can get away with this, huh? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you thought you can get away with this. He's like, what's this? What's this? He'll be pointing out all these flaws and like all these like things that weren't polished up. (laughs) And I would be like, damn, like this dude sees everything. Right. What it did for me though is like for a long time, my work was like really clean. Yeah. Um, 
then my my buddy Drew, who's like still like my right hand man now, like yeah, he'll, I'll send him stuff like all the time, and he'll send me stuff, and like he's more like in the animation side, mm. and he does uh, lighting, um, pre- predominantly lighting, and you know, for me, I'm I was doing like more like design oriented stuff, yeah, and so. Yeah, yeah. He'll show me something and I'll create that. And then he'll show me something and he'll be like, oh, I think you could push the lighting more. Mm. And I'll be like, you know, he'll, he'll do like a paint over maybe. And like, yeah, like push it more like this. And he'll use these like crazy colors. And I'm like, damn, uh, all right. But like after enough of that, like bear in mind, it's been like years of this. Like yeah, since yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's like one of the first things I'll look at when I look at someone else's work is like, oh, you could have lit that better, you know, like, yeah. or like, oh, like your warms and cools are off. Like, you know, right. like that was something that I started to obsess over because of my partner. Mm. Um, and so like, that's why I usually like, yeah, I don't post online a lot, but I'm always doing something yeah. and I'm always learning from the people around me. Right. Um, right. So like, I think that's something that's really important. And I think like, um, something I don't see enough is like uh, that tag team partnership, like uh, with like some students, you know, yeah. like in the side of things, like it's good to have someone who nece- who doesn't do what you do. Right. Uh, Cause bring something new to the table in form of like critiques and like, you know, their vision. Like when I look at your stuff, it's like your motion is like insane. Like it always has this like crazy high octane energy and my stuff does not have that. But I'm like, but I'm like, damn, like how can I apply that? At least it's in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like it may not be that I'm, I might not do it, but it's in my head. Like, oh, this can have a little bit more energy or oh, this looks boring. Right. Um, this looks stiff, et cetera. So it's just more so like about like having that and being able to like, once again, analyze your friends, peers, whatever on like, what do you like about their work? Right. It's one thing to just be like, I like this stuff, but it's another thing to be like, oh man, this dude's energy and his work is crazy. You're like, man, this guy's ideas are like insane. Right. You know what I mean? There's some people who are just like trailblazing um, online where I'm like, damn, like, (laughs) like, can they slow down? Like, (laughs) 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 Um, but you know, it's helpful though. It's good. Yeah. But it's also it's also a good thing to not get too wrapped up in that too, because you might get too far away from who you are. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Like uh, I remember, well, last episode I had um, Dagger on, and I was talking to her about like you know, because I think most of the time, like us as artists, when you like growing up as an artist or whatever, like you're literally kind of like drawing by yourself. Yeah, like I think most of the times. And so I think as we get older, too, we still think like, oh, like I everything has to come inside from my head. And I have to, you know, it's like this, yeah. this like thing that is um, I mean, I still even even with myself, it's like, oh, it has to be all me and all my my thoughts. And, and I'm alone in this. And like, let me wait till it's better to share it or do all this kind of stuff and share it with my friends. And 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 but like when you brought up like, yo, like you got a tag team this like, you know, like have friends or a close network that you are constantly throwing work at each other and yeah. assessing each other. Cause they have a whole different way that they grew up and how they see things. And when you are open to hearing from them, it'll just only make your work 
Uh, well, of course you have to be like, yeah, like I said, you have to be open to it. You have to be like, look, I yeah. want to grow. I want to train. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and if somebody can point things out and, um, how you can freaking double your EXP off of that, you know, exactly. instead of just trying to go through this mess alone, freaking, right. you know, and one party, <laughs> like hero, like messes. Yeah. Because, like, you're hundred percent right. Like that's one of those things that I, I agree with you on. Like who, ever takes over the world by themselves. You know, like, there's nobody. Even if you even if you look at RPGs, whether you look at real life, it's like, no one really, really gets to where they get to by themselves. Right. So we have this, like, false illusion of, like, what it means to be successful or, like, mm. be independent, right? Like, we all think, like, oh, yeah, you know, I did this by myself. It's right. like, that doesn't, get, that doesn't give you any more credit than you being like, I did this with Reggie Rockmore. Right, right. right. Um, that's one thing. But then also, too, it's like, you kind of, it kind of helps to have people along the, uh, to go along the journey with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes that stuff can get really tough. Right. Um, and you want to have like people who are either supportive or people who can call you out on your BS. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sometimes you might think you're getting away with something and you're not. Um, <laughs> I like but, that. I really like that. I think most of all, too, is like um, being self-aware and also being aware of who you're bringing in to your group, too. Mm, um, oh, man. Oh, man. Like, uh, that's hitting me that's very huge. personal right now. Personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, for real. Like, and I'm like, dang, I feel like I'm a kid at this. I'm like, why was I... <laughs> Like being around or doing certain things with a lot of people spending a lot of time in areas. And I was like, that's some personal stuff. I'll talk about that later, but yeah, yeah. keep going. <laughs> uh, like, because then, you know, you want to be around people who are encouraging, but also yes. looking out for your best interest instead of their own. Right. Um, Come on. Oh my gosh. You preaching, bro. Like super hard, super hard, bro. Thank I've had for someone that. who, uh, <laughs> I had someone who was like backing, you know, backing me. And then they, as soon as they got good, they dipped. Like, mm. as, you know, and I was like, oh man, like, yeah. what happened? Like, I thought we were friends. <laughs> but, like, but, you know, it was like, no, they were doing that for their own interest. And right. as soon as they got what they got, uh, they just dipped out on me, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I got you on that. Mm-hmm. Dang. That's good. That's really, really good. Uh shoot. Um dang, we can cover a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, so it was something you were about you were saying earlier that I wanted to touch on. I can't remember. You it was one of the things that you read off of uh, your let list. me see. What was that? Uh let me see. Um I don't know. I don't know what it was. Working. I don't know. I think it was, but I must say though, before we even get further, uh, yeah. there was this theory that my boy Drew came up with that I thought was genius, right? Mm. And it really works in every facet of life, I think. Um, where basically he was, he came up, he said, like, there's a rubber band theory, right? Okay. So, for example, when we were in school, um, because there is a there is a thing that people don't talk about when it comes to uh, feeling some type of way when, like, say, your neighbor is like surpassing you significantly, 
<laughs> right? <laughs> and like, I know a lot of people choose to not talk about that stuff. And they, yeah. everyone wants to seem invincible, but like at the end of the day, we're all human. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a real thing where like, you can feel insignificant if you're just like looking at someone fly by you. Right. And he came, he, he came up with this theory where he was like, um, you know, yeah, there's a lot of people who are like getting jobs immediately, right? Like mm-hmm. when we were like in school and, you know, getting seen and all this stuff. And he was like, but the thing is, there's a rubber band theory where you can put something, you can put, say, a rock on a rubber band. And you pull it back just a little bit and it only flies like one foot, right? Right. But if you keep pulling that thing back and just like learning all these skills, learning all these skills and building and building and building. Yeah. And then you let it go, you might fly like 200 feet, right? right? But it's all about like being patient and just being aware that, yo, it may not be your time, but that's okay. Like using your time uh, well enough you're going to fly far. Right. Um, I, I have a whole bunch of friends who like, sometimes they don't get work immediately, but I'm like, dude, you're like, they're sick. You know, like yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah, kill yeah. it. Like, they're like, amazing. And some of that, a lot of it is like, they've been in the oven, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. the work is so like polished and like, just so good because they've had that time. Because yeah. something I, I feel like, and I'm actually like happy about um, the quarantine a little bit and, mm-hmm. and for the sense of art, not for the sense of people dying, but um, <laughs> is that like, there's a lot of things that when you start working, especially if you're working like multiple jobs at a time, yeah, you, you level up in a lot of ways, but there's also some time where you just have to hit the ground and run yeah. and you can't, you have to almost depend on skills that you've already learned. Mm. Um, whereas like in this quarantine, like, you know, I work a job here and there, but I'm not trying to take anything too hardcore right now. Um, right. cause I'm going to take the time to build on some of these things that right. I in myself that I'm like, oh, this could be better. This could be better. Like you're always going to be your own. Well, you should be your own worst critique. Yeah. And like, you know, there's a lot of things where you can like just sit there, you know, and say, Say sometime you may not want to take a certain job because you think that you can do better than that job. And that's fine. But then also make sure that you're utilizing that time to build better. So then when you do let go of that rubber band, you can land on something a lot doper. Right, right, right. Yeah. And like how you're bringing up the rubber. Uh, this always just came to me. It's like charging a freaking buzzer cannon, like freaking Mega Man. Yeah. Rockman. It's like, yeah, like. Hold on, guys. Just keep charging it. Keep working. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, but that's super. Dang, you was laying out some. Oh my gosh, listeners are like freaking writing notes while they're driving right now. My God, <laughs> like helping. <laughs> it's like you're helping me too. This is like really ooh, just knowledgeable, good freaking cast, bro. Um. Dang. Okay. I'm going to start. Let me see. I think we've been on for like an hour and so I'm going to start winding it down a little bit. I know. (laughs) Dude, you're freaking giving all this power out. I was like, gosh, dang, I'm all freaking (laughs) brain from listening. I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) Like, oh, like, shoot. But, um, shoot, what what, do, um, uh, okay. So usually I always ask everybody this question. 
What's something, this is real simple, take it wherever you want to go. What's something you, no, I'm going to start with the positive one first. Uh, what's a, a, a comp, you said a whole bunch of dope accomplishments, but what's like either recent accomplishment or something dope that you like are very happy or proud of um, that you've done? Um, hmm. Recent accomplishment that I'm proud of. Okay, it could be recent or it could be from grade school. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever you uh, want. <laughs> um, well, I think a lot of the thing that I'm proudest of is like being able to trust my gut. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a lot of the way I've moved is being able to like just trust my gut. And like sometimes it may not be logical, um, but it always works out. Um, mm-hmm. And I think like, that's a, that's something that like, it's a sensitivity, right? Like the more you trust your gut, the more often you can hear the voice. Right. So like, I feel like for myself, um, I, you know, will hear something totally logical from someone. I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But then my gut was like, nah, I don't do that. (laughs) I'm like, and sometimes I'll doubt it. And I'm like, wait, but logically, it would make sense to do what they just said. Yeah. But then I trust my gut and then it works out. And I think like one of the biggest things um, industry wise was when I won't say names, but like I had an opportunity to work on something really dope, mm-hmm. um, dope to everyone else, but not dope to me. <laughs> um, and then, but like, I was like, Oh, well, you know, everyone else thinks this thing is cool. So maybe, and I was like, nah, I've seen this pattern before. I think I should just chill. And I think something better will come. So I chose to not take that opportunity. Yeah. And then as soon as I didn't take it, about a month later, uh, like a dream opportunity happened. Uh, and I was like, oh, man, like if I would have taken that other opportunity, I would have been screwed, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But like not going to get too spiritual or whatever, but like everyone has like that voice in them. And I think like yeah. sometimes you just really have to listen to it and like, don't doubt yourself. Right. Um, also just having that, like, you know, applying that to everything. Like mm-hmm. for me, when that teacher told me to like leave the art yeah. school. I'm like, that is so cool. I love that story. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you belong here. like you, you're just <laughs> like, I really like that. It was funny when he told me though, because at first I remember I got offended because when he was like, "You don't, he basically, you don't belong here." I was like, "What do you mean I don't belong here? What does that mean?" You know? And then he was like, "No, no, 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 no. Like, you know, you should go here." And it's like a school that I never heard about. You know, the website was terrible uh, for Art Center at the time. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if this dude is right, but I think I should listen. Yeah. And then also. To be honest, um, when I was first getting into art, um, a lot of people were telling me I shouldn't do it because I would be broke or something. Or like, mm, right, like right. Yeah, you don't make no money doing that. I, dude, like as much as I had supporters, I don't know anyone else who's had more people telling me not to do art and how stupid it is. And oh, people from the hood don't do art and all kind of stuff like that. I was like... Right. And like, that's crazy. Um, but then it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it 
really worked out. And it worked out like naturally. It was insane. Like just right. seeing how like there's certain paths that have very little resistance. Yeah. Um, and those were the ones where I was like, oh, I think that's where I should be walking to. <laughs> you know? Because um, like if I would have listened to them, I think like Jay-Z had a line where he said, like, don't um don't judge me based on what you're not essentially mm, and yeah 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 around that time is when like i was getting all these like you shouldn't do art oh why would you do that you're not good you suck you know and all that stuff and it's like right. well if that were the case that's fine but um that doesn't mean i have to suck for long you know like <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to be that bad for that long like you you if you focus on something you'll get there so yeah um, I think like basically like knowing when to listen and knowing when not to listen, like Dope. is a big thing. And I, I really proud of that because it's led me in the right direction. It pretty much led me to like everything I've wanted to do yeah. um, within this field, except for outside of teaching. I haven't gone as far into that as I want to, mm-hmm. but um, that's like the last venture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so It'll be good. Well, dropping too many bombs over here, man. You killing this podcast <laughs> right now. This one's like top rated already. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, what the heck? Hey, can we get this up here? Put this on the list, bro. Put this at the top. Golly, bro. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Let me ask this question too. What's something you don't like? It could be anything. Something you just don't like. Um. Oh man, you know I'm. Uh, I, I hate that you asked me to be honest because you know I'm be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I hate, I really don't like. Yeah. Um, hate, I don't, don't like whatever. I don't like some of the arrogance within the industry. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'll I'll jump on it a little bit further. Um. Because I think it should be said. It's like, yes, please. You know, like, there's one thing to be confident in your skill set, right? Yeah. That's dope. You should be confident in your skill set, but you shouldn't be overly confident. Um, I remember when I was coming up, like, in school and, like, you know, all this stuff, um, I would see the change in, mm. like, certain artists. Yeah. And they would they would change like immediately, like as soon as they like say get a certain job or they, uh, they get a certain following, whatever the case is, they just, they start to change. And to be honest, like air confidence helps everyone. Arrogance never has helped, uh, has never helped anyone. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. I've seen that. And I remember like being really hyper aware when I seen like a lot of the artists, this is like, this I wouldn't say like artists like like nowadays are like yeah. that, but like the earlier generation. Yeah. Um, and I would be like, I would never, I I should never do that because then at the end of the day, anyone can be touched, right? Like, right, you can be on Mount Olympus one year, and then an eighteen-year-old artist comes out the cut and oh, wow. does something like way doper than you've ever right, done. Right. And it's like, you have to be aware that at the end of the day, um, that artist, say, who you look down on or 
you know, is it asking for help or asking for crit? Dude, it literally just takes a light bulb moment for them to surpass you. That's literally, that's all that separates. That's hilarious. Because it's true. <laughs> like, it's true. And I remember even for myself, like, having that motivation when, like, a certain artist would, like, you know, talk down to me when I was, like, a student based on what I'm, based on, like, lack of something. Yeah, and I look at how how essentially long it took to get to where they are, where we'll have to be in the same space, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, that's not a good look, right? right. Like people, people are people; they're not NPCs, you know. So like, <laughs> you can't like you can't like go into their house, you know, take something from the treasure box in front of them, and then expect them not to react. Like they right. remember things they. They see things, they feel things, and at the end of the day, everyone who you run across, you're like 10 years ago, you're probably going to run across them in the future too. Yeah, yeah. So it's best to just kind of treat everyone equal um, instead of having that um, bias as to, oh, well, you're an artist I respect as an artist, so I'm going to give you more respect than the next man. It's like, nah, like, to me, all it's going to take is, like, for you to learn one program, and you're going to, like, pass me up. So I might as well be nice now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I might as well be nice now. Like, that's, it's really that simple. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like I think um, a lot of artists forget to be human. Yeah, um, yeah. And that could be from just kicking it with too many artists. Mm. Like the majority of people I kick it with are not artists. So they don't give a rat's ass about what I do for work. Um, But it helps stay grounded. But I think like when you have people who are praising you just because you're in a certain community, that can be dangerous. Yeah. Uh, So that's to me, I think that's like, something I'm always aware of and hyper aware of is like, just be cool. It really doesn't cost you anything. Mm. Um, Just be cool. You don't have to front on nobody for, you know, whatever you think, like, bruh, you just draw. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) just draw. Like, it's not like I'm the president of the United States. (laughs) Like, Just draw, bro. Like, it's nothing special. Like, someone could be that much doper at doing something else. And they could put down me for the same thing. Oh, you don't know how to do hair? Like, you don't know how to cut cut your hair? (laughs) Oh, you can't jump a, like, 10-foot vert? Like, what do you mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you put things into perspective, it's like, if that's the case, we can all look down on each other. So, I'd rather not. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather just be like, yo, you're dope. As you're clearly doper at something than me. Let's be friends. Like, it's cool. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I've literally seen it time and time again, though. Like, especially in school. Yeah. Um, there would be someone who was like maybe not that great. Term mm-hmm. one through six, and then term seven happens, and they're like the best person in you know in the class. And it's like, yeah, what happened? And all it took was maybe they got the right critique or maybe mm-hmm. someone spoke a language they uh, they understood. Like, I know for myself, something that 
I remember I had a really big aha moment um, when I took this guy's class named Joshua James Shaw. I love that dude. Um, but I remember I would take classes and I would understand it. I mean, like I was always like pretty decent at my classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he spoke a language that I understood because he was a little bit more like analytical. Um, and I remember seeing like a huge improvement that term. And just like, I was like, dude, this could literally happen to anyone. <laughs> right, right, like, right, right. It was almost immediate. As soon as I took his class, like, started getting a lot bigger and better jobs. Yeah. And all just from like someone speaking to me in a language I understood. Right. right? right. And I was like, this could literally be anyone. Like, you can go from like, when I look at the work I did in this class, it was terrible. So bad. So bad. <laughs> but when I like when I look at like some of the stuff that I also did in this class is also some of my like favorite work. You know, like yeah. from the beginning to the end, it was like a transformation. Um, when I look at like even like my one of my best friends, Drew, like his work, he like hit a huge level up when he yeah. found his niche. Mm. It was like crazy, like night and day. And it was like, dang, like, dude, it literally just takes you finding the right person who'll who'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but also you know, speaking your language. Right. That's like everything. That's dope. And it it kind of reminds me of like, just like how you're talking about learning, like how you learn, or it's like getting that, uh, getting that thing that works well with you, like how that teacher was speaking, how like you could understand it better or as you were challenged more and something like that. And I like how it's like, all it takes is like one light bulb moment like that yeah. can change the entire game. So yeah. nobody is exempt. Nobody should feel like uh, either lower or higher when all it is, is like just a moment. Anything could change. Like, right. It's just like, you may have had your aha moment quicker or sooner, right? but that doesn't discount the person behind you. Right. Yeah. Um, you, you know, to me, that's like, that's everything. And that's with everything. Like you don't give a claymore sword to a mage, right? <laughs> like that mage has their own specialty. Right. 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 Like, and they're good at what they do, but they're just not, maybe they're not good at what you do, but that doesn't mean that they're not beneficial to the party. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. Dang. This knowledge, this goodness, bro. Godly. Uh, okay. Um, I think I'm going to start wrapping this up. I think I have one because we went through everything. Um, okay. No, yeah. We're going to wrap this up, bro. Mike, tell them to, I don't know. I feel like asking this question was the whole thing you already did, but you have anything positive, any cheesy goodness, any, any, any other <laughs> things you want to give to, to the artists that you have not already, the gifts you've already bared to this board or given to us already. You have anything else that you want to give anybody, artists, not artists, anybody out there, um, some just uplifts some power ups. Uh, I think, there's one thing that um, I see a lot of people go through and I've even gone through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's being motivated, but staying within your lane. Uh, mm-hmm. 
because sometimes, like I said before, like you might see someone, you might see your neighbor doing extremely well, right? And you're like, damn, why isn't this happening to me yet? Like, right, I'm right. Good or, you know, I can do that. Sometimes it's just not your time. That's, yeah. that's one. Um, two is, I think it's best to use that time of self-reflection, right? Like sometimes you're wondering like, how come this one door doesn't open, but maybe you don't have the key to that door, right? right? But you have the key to another door. Right. Um, and so being aware that like everyone's journey isn't your own. Like I remember, you know, I had a lot of friends who they would get their jobs off of social media. Right. Mm-hmm. And I still don't know. So I don't know social media. I don't understand that stuff. Um, you know, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I'm trying to get it this year. I'm definitely going to get it, but I don't get it. Uh, and I remember being like, man, like this thing just does not make sense. But then I was like, well, yeah, I'm not someone who really likes social media world, but right. I, I do love people. I like being in front of people. I like talking yeah. to people, I like getting to know people. So I know for myself, realizing like, let me just meet this person in person, right? <laughs> like, let me just like see who they are, what, they, what they're about. And it helped me tons. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, like, yeah, like the social media way was not my way. Um, mm-hmm. But if I meet you in person, I get a better feel of who you are, what you do, and I get to know you. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you get to know me. And I proceeded through the industry that way. Right, right. Um, so like, you know, I remember at one time when I was a student, um, a lot of teachers were like, well, you have to do this. You mm-hmm. have to do this. You have to do yeah. that. Yeah. Just because they told me I had to do that, I literally chose to not do that. Um, (laughs) That's where we started this. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Because I was like, nah, there has to be a way to like work on these, you know, cool things without having to be doing this way. And, you know, I found the way. And it's just like, you don't, there, there needs to be a separation between knowing what you have to do. Yeah. And just really being stubborn and knowing what you should do. Right. Like I'm not totally absent from social media. Right. 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 Um, and I, you know, still love people's work and you know, all that stuff, Yeah, but that doesn't have to be the way I get around. Right. Right. And right. Right. So I think like being aware that your journey is your own. You don't have to like do what everyone else is doing. You don't have mm-hmm. to like, if you don't like a certain style, but you see that that style is in, you don't have to do that style either. Right. Uh, like when I was like learning, I remember the big thing in concept art, especially for character design was like these, to- you may remember this, these toaster head characters, like everyone had like military gear and toaster heads and like, yeah, that's hilarious. I've never heard of them, the term like that, but yeah, that's like, that was everywhere. 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 I, remember, I hated that stuff. I was like, <laughs> dude, no one's going to like my stuff because I'm not doing that. I refuse <laughs> to do it. But that that's that was a fad, right? Like, it's yeah, not. Yeah. Um, and if I would have not followed my voice, mm. then I probably wouldn't be as fortunate as I am now. So, right. like, 
it's just kind of like following your voice, following your gut and just being like, you know, like, yeah, like, yeah, should you hop on a certain trends? It's not a bad thing. But being aware, like you have to have a, a compass, like a North Star mm. of who you are as an artist and being like, all right, well, I'm going to I I will take from this, but I will always remain me. Right. right like right. I have interest. Like I like fashion. Like there's not a lot of. There's a lot of artists who like they might use Pinterest and like they like will save like cool looking things. But like the difference between like, no, like I really like fashion. Like so that's at the end of the day, like everything that I'll do will have that influence. At the end of the day, something it may not my work may not look Yoshi Takanamo like, but it's going to have that influence somewhere in the work. It's just that's who I am. So it'll set you apart just being keeping in mind your interests you should always expand but don't get too far away from yourself right Right. i don't want to have to use another rpg term because it makes so much sense but once again like there are certain games where you'll start off as a knight right but then you can like you can teach that kid that same knight like how to use magic now yeah it'll be dope to be able to append a magic ability to your knight that's super cool but At the end of the day, that knight's magic isn't going to be stronger than like a black magician, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but if you use that skill set and append it to who you are, it just makes you that much better. Mm. So you don't have to like separate yourself from who you are um, to like glorify the masses. Like they don't, you don't have to use that as like a, oh well, everyone else is doing it, so I need to do it too. Right, right, right. Dang. All right. Well, you broke the podcast. Okay. <laughs> what the freak, bro? Oh my gosh. Um. All right, guys. We're gonna start. Cl- we're closing it out. <laughs> Blackberry Wandy, Black Bear. Uh, I'm gonna have all the links for Mike's work, his stuff. Since he's not a social media person, please follow and comment on everything. Go social media crazy on him, all right? But <laughs> I'm gonna, it's like, I don't know if he'll now. get back to you, but no, I'll always get back to you. He will. He will. <laughs> like always. That's that's important. But yeah. um yeah, man, thanks for inviting me on the show though. That's dope. Oh man, thanks for coming through. Um pretty sure i'll have you back on soon i gotta have all my people back on anyway but uh man super blessed uh super man i got a lot bro like i'm about to hit a lot of work as soon as i press stop (laughs) i'm about to do so much (laughs) we get on fire right now but uh yeah man thanks for coming through um and also to you guys thanks guys for listening um please um what i'm supposed to say uh subscribe to this podcast rated five stars not four or five you know you just got blessed five stars uh uh leave a leave a uh uh uh, you know the reply the message on the rating thing it helps it (laughs) can't even think what the word is but yeah man uh thanks again mike for coming on and you guys out there uh have an awesome day and yeah we're out of here all right